Welcome to Golf Betting Club's The Closing Stretch. Mind you, maybe today we should be calling it the halfway stretch. I don't know. We're after round two of the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. I'm Diane knox Bayless, and the brothers from Golf Betting Club are here, Duncan and Neil. Now, uh, we should explain that the reason we're not doing this on Sunday is that we had something in the diary already and we couldn't reschedule stuff. So we thought, well, let's jump on after round two, once the cut has been made, and um, we'll give you some bets and tips heading into the weekend. So Duncan, a little bit different for us, but this is something you guys do anyway. Yeah, absolutely. We do the in-play blogs on the website, um, you know, every week anyway for the, for the PGA Tour and for the DP World Tour. Um, so it's something that we do. So we thought, why not just uh, make, make the most of today and um, put out a show, even though we couldn't do the regular Sunday show. Um, Neil, we were texting earlier because we were like, oh my gosh, is this going to be another runaway week? However, afternoon on Friday around Bay Hill, things got really interesting and Victor Hovland sits at the top of the leaderboard by himself on nine under par. But there's a lot of really good names, especially for this course, that are right behind him. Yeah, well, you, you just gradually saw Rory getting more and more frustrated uh, this afternoon, didn't he? Um, Victor was just flawless um, earlier on. When when he turns it on, he really is hard to hard to oppose, isn't he? The one thing that's maybe putting me off, Victor, is the forecast for the rest of the week. Um, so the weekend we're expecting like 50 mile per hour winds, um, so a little bit breezier than we saw in the first two days. Um, so I think it's not quite as clear cut as there's just sort of these five guys at the top in it. I think the three unders could still could still have something to say. So you don't like Hovland in the wind? Is that what you're saying? No, Hovland's capable in the wind, but the wind throws variable factors. It can be double bogeys around the corner. Um, I just think if if it's Cammer, he's he's he would he could just get away. But yeah. I mean, uh, Terrell Hatton's right there on seven under par. Dunkey's a former champion here. And the year that he won, remember the weather was crazy and the scores were like really high. But again, you have someone like Hatton who's got that winning memory around Bay Hill and uh, it, it does crazy things for them. Yeah, like absolutely. That, that year was particularly windy, wasn't it? And, and if the wind does pick up, up over the weekend, he's really going to be rubbing his hands together and, you know, he's going to really fancy his chances. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Neil and I spoke before the before we did the uh, recording of the show tonight. We spoke about Hatton um, and, and whether he might be one that we can get involved with, you know, due to the, the, the quality that he has in the wind. But he's not actually been playing, you know, that well tee to green this week. Um, the score that he's on has really been made with the putter in hand, you know, I think Neil said earlier on that he'd hold over 100 feet of putts uh, in today's round. And when you look at his stats, you know, he's losing uh, strokes from strokes gained approach and he's only marginally gaining strokes off the tee. So it's really the the kind of short game that, that's been saving him this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and whether that continues on during the weekend, we'll have to see. But that was a little bit off-putting for both of us. Well, another guy at seven under par is another guy who loves this place, former champion in Rory McIlroy. And Neil, I mean, right now looking at um, strokes gained off the tee and tee to green, Rory's number one. Yeah, especially as, as driving's been great. His approach play was a little bit, little bit off today. Um, it's just, a, it's just like such a Rory thing to do, like get off to a hot start. And then just throw in a sort of mediocre second round. And that might just be his bad round of the week. 
and he would get back to doing what he was doing on Thursday. Mm. But for me, like he he lead. I think I seen a stat. He um, he's led um, thirty one times after round one, and he's only closed like seventeen percent or something like that. Okay. So it's just it's just not good enough for a player with like his his ability. So he's not favourite anymore. So maybe that that will suit him. I'm not sure. Well, we saw a collapse on the 72nd hole just a few weeks ago, didn't we? So, right, well, let's get into the, the nitty gritty. So heading into Saturday, who are you looking at? Who are you Who are you tipping? So, so we're in a sort of good position, but it could be better as in we don't have any of the top five. But we did tip up Paul Casey and Cameron Young at the start of the week. So they're both in three under par. And stats-wise, they've impressed. Uh, like Paul Casey is leading the approach play stats. His driving's been terrible this week. So if he can improve, he could make a run at it. And Cameron Young's just a, is, is just a brilliant driver of the ball. So if the wind's up and he can keep the ball in play, it could be, could be in his favour. Um, but there's one we, we want to add. And I think the value at the moment is with Sam Burns, um, who's available at 45 to 1 at the halfway point. Um, Sam has kind of had a weird start to the season he's had a few missed cuts um, but today he seemed to be striking the ball much better um, and what I like about Sam is that he's already got a history of coming from like quite far back um, so if you remember last year the World Golf Championship when he lost to Abraham Anser he came from eight back on the final day um, so I know we're only at the halfway point but he's got he's got time to make up the ground and if he can he can get a low one in tomorrow. I think he's got a great chance for Sunday. Okay. All right, he had, a great, he had a great chance of winning it in the hero as well, didn't he? Before he um before he had that implosion on the was it the 14th hole, uh, where he ended up taking you know, well, he's up triple bogey or, or something like that. But he was like six back starting the day um behind Morikawa. And I know Morikawa kind of uh uh, threw a lot of the shots away and kind of allowed the others back into it, but it, it was still around where um, where Burns almost almost um, got over the line. Uh, other than that, hole so he, he, he like Neil says, he does have good history of of making comebacks. Yeah, he's just such a good all round player. Okay, Dunk. Anyone else that you're looking at right now? No, I think I think like in terms of where we are in the the Arnold Palmer, we've obviously got the pre event bets that Neil's mentioned, and we've got some good uh, top twenty positions. From before the start as well, so I think we're I think we're pretty happy with the position. Um, you know, obviously Hovland is going to be the man the man to beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he just looks incredible at the moment, doesn't he? Um, and in some ways, you know, Hovland winning wouldn't be a complete disaster for us. We have Hovland uh, tipped up to win the the money list um, this year in America. So a, a win for Hovland wouldn't be wouldn't be you know an absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's certainly the man who, who looks uh, looks too good at the, at the top. My uh, my two um, picks at the start of the week were Will Zalatoris as my outright favourite, and then great start. But the putter, you know, I mean, you're just filled with anxiety watching how anxious he is over these like five, four, three foot putts. I mean, he three putted from four foot today. And then um, my dark horse at 175 to one was Bo Hostler. And I know you guys have looked at Bo as well. And okay, he shot 74 today, but he's still three under and in a tie for sixth right now. So he's in a good position. He's not out of it, but his driving today was pretty much <laughs> abysmal. That's, that's, that's as good as I could put it. Um, so... I've got, I've got to admit, we've, we've got him in a top 20, but it's, uh, it's one of more optimism rather than 
I don't okay. think he's going to actually get that done now. Um, That's no, I think I think half of Twitter was on Will Zalatoris this week, so it was quite. I'm sure there'll be a lot of unhappy people out there today how he performed. What were you going to say, Dunk? I was just going to add in that being on Hostler Top 20 is one of those ones where you want them to do well, but you don't want them to do too well. <laughs> you don't want to miss out on them, you know, having that win uh, or even yeah. getting a good, yeah, a good top five top finish. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That would be a good place for them to be. Right, okay, well, um, I mean, especially with the wind picking up and the rough this week around Bay Hill is uh, very penalising. So, as we said, Victor Holland leads by two at the end of the second round with Hatton, Gooch and McElroy right behind him at seven under par. Right guys, thank you very much and you know even though we are doing the show today being Friday, you're still going to be obviously giving tips for the weekend and uh, let everyone know where they can find them. Yeah, so you can go into uh, golfbettingclub.com where we do the in-play blogs and the in-play tips. Um, you can find all, everything that you want to know on there. After every round, we post the blogs uh, and give the tips. And you'll find it on us on Twitter as well, um, so at Golf Betting Club. And we post on Twitter. Every time we put a blog uh, on the website, we put a post on Twitter just to let you know that, uh, that our blog's now gone up as well. Yeah, but it's not just um, posts about the blogs. You guys are actively tweeting all the time following the tournament. So it's a very entertaining follow. I know I'm a little bit biased, but um, it definitely is. Right. And of course, you can follow along with our show, The Closing Stretch, usually out on a Sunday before the final round, but it's on YouTube and the podcast on all the podcast apps and websites. Neil, next week, it's my big hometown event with the Players' Championship. And uh, I have to say, I've already heard that the rough is looking thick and nasty at TBC Sawgrass. You look happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm always happy. I like to see them struggling the way we do. So <laughs> the more rough, the better. <laughs> exactly. With a $20 million purse up for grabs too, which is just insane money. So a lot on the line and a lot to talk about next week right here on Golf Betting Club's Closing Stretch. 